Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Amanda Bell. Good morning, everybody. Um, We're in chapter 13 of Proverbs today, so we are racing through. Um, And the kind of theme that we've seen in the last week is the way of wisdom versus the way of folly. And wisdom is the way of the righteous, of following God, as opposed to being the fool or the unrighteous who rejects God's ways. And um, another type of being unwise is being a mocker. And the first verse of chapter 13 says, A wise son heeds his father's instruction, but a mocker does not respond to rebukes. Um, And I'm not going to go through every verse in chapter 13, but refer to them. And our our theme for this morning is correction or rebuke, as it says there. And in the New Testament book of Hebrews, there are these famous words which are actually borrowed from Proverbs. And it says, my son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline or lose heart when he rebukes you, because the Lord disciplines the one he loves and he chastens everyone he accepts as his son. And to discipline is the same word as disciple, which is about teaching and learning. And the writer of Hebrews reminds us that the Lord's discipline is a word of encouragement that addresses you in this close relationship as a father and a son. So the context of correction or rebuke must always be to love, to teach, to build up. So this is this is constructive criticism to help the other to grow, not just to knock them down. So my first question for us this morning is how well do we receive reproof and there will always be that part of us that doesn't want to receive it and there will always always be rooted in pride because pride scorns instruction and we see that in verse 13 um you know it says that's wrong i don't need this i can't listen to that and it's usually because pride goes hand in glove with not being able to respect rightful authority or respect commands as it says here but humility can and we see here that respect is rewarded or maybe it manifests itself in defensiveness and in verse 16 it says the prudent act with knowledge but a fool expresses their folly Um, and actually it, it will expose itself and often an inability to receive a loving rebuke will expose where we're insecure and in pride we can lash out And you always know defensive people because they can't take responsibility for their speech or their actions. And constructive criticism seems like a threat. And so often there's this, you know, this need to cover up those deeper feelings that arise. But actually those deeper feelings can be an invitation to lean into those areas of insecurity and, and, and actually to invite Jesus into them, to know the grace of Jesus who accepts us as we are and then invites us to walk out our healing with him as he uncovers shame in order to heal our hearts and set us free. And pride can, can also be full of excuses. And excuses will disregard the need to do something now. But Jesus invites us to turn around our lives now. You know, the kingdom of God is at hand. And in verse 18, it says, if we disregard discipline, we will end in poverty and shame. But whoever heeds correction is honoured. And correction is often how God speaks. 
If you read the books of the prophets in the Old Testament, they are full of rebukes from God to a wayward and rebellious people, outlining their sin and their pride, but always with this heart of return to me, return to me. And in verse 14, it says that the teaching of the wise is a fountain of life, turning a person from the snares of death. And a word well spoken can literally turn someone's life around. And the irony is that pride, which hates correction, inevitably will lead to public failure, which brings shame. But worse, it will lead to spiritual death. And writing about pride, Tim Keller says this, Deliberately submit yourself systematically to the correction of others. The only path to become not a lightweight but a person of honour is the formative discipline of submitting one's ego to another self. So as the body of Christ, we have this responsibility to love one another and a part of that will be to lovingly correct and rebuke. So question number two, how well do we give rebukes? And I'm just going to say straight off the bat, I've been on the receiving end of quite a few rebukes, but um, I find it really hard to give one and to do it well. And some people are brilliant at this and some of us really struggle. And there's a good way and a bad way to correct someone. And, you know, it will depend on the situation and the degree of relationship that there is, like a parent with a child or a pastor with his flock or two friends from church or in a marriage and in our correct groups. And, you know, it's easy, I think, to um, fall into two errors. You know, we err on the side of niceness and say nothing. But actually, that isn't love at all. And that person will most likely continue in that behaviour, which will not mature them and not display Jesus and not lead them into closer communion with the Father who wants to heal them. Or we can fall into the side of sternness without love which will only bring deep hurt or anger and people complain that they feel judged. But in my own generation, um, I think we have this, um, I think, fear of giving rebuke and the art of the loving rebuke has been forgotten because we're we're almost over scared of being judgmental. And when we when we do this, actually, we, we underplay the work of Jesus in our lives. And we don't speak with that confidence and authority that God has given us. But if we have humility, if we lean into Jesus, we can do it. And and as I mentioned, the the link between the writer of Hebrews and Proverbs at the beginning, I want to quote this verse you can see on the screen from Hebrews um, again. In Hebrews 3, it says, See to it, brothers and sisters, Christian community, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God but encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. And you know, pride makes us have a hard heart, but we are to encourage one another to run after Jesus. And heeding rebukes, it keeps our hearts soft. And it's about encouraging one another daily. And that will guard us from sin, from shame. It is a fountain of life. And as Christians, we need those loving and accountable relationships where we've given permission to one another to speak up about our flaws and our sins. And this is challenging on so many levels, not least because it begs the question of how close our relationships in the body of Christ really are. And we all have different types of personalities. You know, some of us are rhinos and some of us are hedgehogs. And I think sometimes rebuking someone in your care, like a parent to a child or a teacher to a student, can be sort of easier and quite obvious. But one of the hardest things to do can be to speak up to a peer or someone you respect. And um, 
In uh, the first book of Harry Potter, Dumbledore says there are all kinds of courage. It takes a great deal of bravery to stand up to our enemies, but just as much to stand up to our friends. Um, and I want to, um, I want to just pray for us if that's if that's okay before I hand over to James. And um, Lord, we pray that where this is a hard area, um, that we would all have people in our lives who we trust to correct us, to encourage us to run after you. And Lord, we pray that you would give us the courage and the bravery to do the same to one another. And Lord, we pray um, that we would have soft hearts towards you, Jesus, and that we would say no to pride. And pray that in the name of Jesus and in the confidence of his blessing. Amen. We started by reflecting on Psalm 27, which says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. We prayed into that as we approached God in praise and thanksgiving. We then prayed for FAST, one of our mission partners, supporting young people on the Patmore Estate in Battersea. And we prayed um, for their work in engaging 50 new young people and working in more depth with 40 young people through one-to-one sessions and small group sessions. After Amanda's challenging but also encouraging message on discipline and receiving correction, and rebuke. Um, We spent just some time reflecting on that message, allowing God to speak to us and challenge us as to how well do we give rebukes and how well do we receive them, both from the Lord directly and also from our brothers and sisters in Christ.